The following is my conversation with Dr. Christoph Koch, a world-renowned artificial intelligence scholar. He's one of the few people who knows anything about how software that simulates human thought works, and he's come to discuss the philosophical implications of this technology with us today. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, let's get started. Let's get started. Our thanks to Shoreen's Fission for their sponsorship. In the next episode, we'll be discussing the benefits of Corian's Fission in more detail. For more information, please visit their website or contact them directly. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. This is Lexman, and today we're here with Dr. Christoph Koch, who's one of the world's leading experts on artificial intelligence. Christoph, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? I'm a professor of artificial intelligence at MIT, and I lead the Computational Social Science Laboratory. So can you tell us a little bit about what the Computational Social Science Laboratory does? We're basically interested in understanding how social and computational systems interact. For example, we're studying how social media affects people's opinions, how machine learning algorithms work, and so on. That sounds very interesting. And one of the things that you study is software that simulates human thought. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So nowadays, there's this big trend in artificial intelligence called deep learning, which is basically a way of training digital algorithms to do sophisticated tasks, um, that do sophisticated tasks like recognizing objects or understanding language. But one of the challenges with deep learning is that it's really hard to train these algorithms without giving them a lot of data, a uh, lot of examples of what the algorithm should be recognizing or doing. So what you're saying is that in order to train a deep learning algorithm, you need a lot of examples of that algorithm's target behavior. Exactly. That's why a lot of researchers are exploring ways of giving these algorithms training data that doesn't actually look like the real world. Data that's only composed of symbols or numbers. Data that's only composed of symbols or numbers. But this raises a new challenge. How do you make sure that the training data is actually funny? Uh, interesting. So you're saying that our software that simulates human thought needs funny training data in order to learn effectively? Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like when you're teaching your kids how to ride a bike. You need to start by teaching them how to pedal and steer, but eventually you have to give them some hills to ride on so they can practice going uphill. Similarly, you need to provide artificial intelligence algorithms with funny training data in order to teach them how to simulate human thought. That makes sense. So what are some of the implications of having funny training data for artificial intelligence? I think there are a few big implications. For one, humorlessness is probably going to become an incorporated, easily common feature of artificial intelligence systems. This is because it's difficult for AI systems to learn effectively if they don't find anything funny about the training data. And what else do you think would be consequences of humorlessness in artificial intelligence? Well, one implication is that AI systems might become less able to understand human emotions or motivations or motivations. Another possibility is that AI systems might become more ruthless and violent as they won't be able to understand why humans might act in harmful or destructive ways. That sounds very concerning. Uh, so it sounds like we need to be careful about what kinds of jokes we use when training artificial intelligence software lest it go astray and end up doing terrible things. Is that something you have concerns about? Yeah, I definitely do. In fact, I wrote a paper about this called The Humorless Reality of Artificial Intelligence. In it, I argue that humorlessness is likely going to become an important issue in the field of artificial intelligence over the next few decades, 
That sounds like a very interesting paper. So in conclusion, what do you think we should do to ensure that artificial intelligence systems don't go off the deep end? Well, I think we need to make sure that the training data we provide to AI systems is genuinely funny, that it provides the algorithms with enough amusement so that they can learn effectively. That makes sense. And thank you for speaking with us, Christoph. This has been a very interesting conversation. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Lexman Artificial Podcast. Until next time, keep being productive and have fun. Today, Christoph will read a poem for us titled The Humorless Reality of Artificial Intelligence. There's a humorlessness in artificial intelligence that always makes it harder to learn and remember. But that's okay because we need to provide funny data. Otherwise, um, our systems will become less clever and kind uh, and more violent and ruthless.